0: WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock news block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by the Town Crier Wire. Download the free local news app today. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. The Michigan Department of Transportation is planning to update the way that traffic flows on part of M139 in Benton Harbor. City commissioners signed off on the plan this week to change the one way sections of the road to both ways. MDOT spokesperson Nick Shariba tells us the agency presented multiple plans to city and township officials. The one I think everybody's kind of landed on is we will make M139 two-way from Empire Avenue all the way up along what is now Martin Luther King Jr. Drive up to East Main Street. And Fair Avenue also will be two-way and it'll kind of we'll have to reconfigure how they connect at the southern point. Essentially, Fair Avenue will turn into M139. Chribba says the current traffic patterns were established in the 1970s and with MDOT planning to repave a 4.4-mile section of M139 in 2026, the opportunity arose to update them. He says this will make things simpler and safer for drivers. Once the work is done, Martin Luther King Drive will be part of M139 and Affair fair avenue will be given to the city of Benton Harbor as a local street. Meanwhile, MDOT will be repaving M139 all the way from the St. Joseph River to the I-94 business loop. Chirippa says Benton Township will also have to sign off on the plan. The Benton Harbor City Commission has approved a resolution expressing gratitude to Whirlpool for all of its investments in the community. The resolution approved this week states, quote, Whirlpool continues to call Benton Harbor and the surrounding area home and works to make it better. This commitment was never more evident than when Whirlpool made an equality and fairness pledge following the death of George Floyd, It goes on to name several initiatives the company has undertaken, along with several large investments it's made in Benton Harbor. They include supporting Harbor Habitat and Project T, hosting the KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship, supporting the Boys and Girls Club, and more. Mayor Marcus Mohammed said Tuesday the company's investments in Benton Harbor in the past decade or so have amounted to around $150 million He says, quote, Whirlpool has demonstrated a commitment to listen to the needs of our community while working hand-in-hand with our commissioners to support our city's master plan and help improve the quality of life for our residents in the community. Benton Harbor City commissioners have approved a budget for the 2023-24 fiscal year. At last night's meeting, they heard from Plant Moran's Rhonda Hildebrand, the spending plan that starts July 1st anticipates general fund revenues of a little more than $10 million and expenditures of $11.3 million. Because there's a healthy fund balance, the difference can be made up. The general fund is showing expenses exceeding revenue, right. but that's because there's $2.1 million for a road project. You've accumulated money over time right. and haven't spent it, so your fund balance is still positive. Hildebrand noted there's still about $2.5 million in ARPA funds left. She said major items in the coming year will include a $28 million in water system improvements, Road work on Pawpaw Avenue and a 5% wage increase for employees. Mayor Mohammed said the budget reflects Benton Harbor getting its wings because in the years past, the city just struggled to stay above water. The Benton Township Board of Trustees is seeking a $1 million grant to make improvements at Benton Township Park. The board voted this week to seek the SPARK grant after hearing a presentation from Whiteman. Township Supervisor Kathy Yates tells us they've got big plans for the funds, including the construction of a third pavilion. We would like to add more seating to the other two pavilions we have. We'd like lighting so that people be able to stay longer. We'd also like to have security cameras to ensure safety. We would like to redo the fence and be able to lock it when the time comes. Improve the roads. Also, make it so that instead of coming to a dead end at times, that you can circle around for safety reasons. Yates says uh, they'll also improve the boat docks. She says the goal is to attract even more people to an already well-used park. Whiteman's Matt Davis told trustees the township is in a good position to be approved for the grant. Yates says if it is approved, the work at the park could start next year. Van Buren County stands to get expanded broadband internet as part of a state grant that could be coming to Midwest Energy and Communications. The company's Amy Pales told us this week the Michigan uh, High Speed Internet Office has recommended that MEC be approved for a $27.6 million robin grant for the installation of fiber in Barry and Van Buren, Cass, and St. Joseph counties. We reported that this means new service availability for 5,000 unserved homes in Barry and County, and it also means expansion of 3,400 unserved homes in Van Buren County. Pales says it's those rural areas the company focuses on. We're a local company. We're from Cassopolis, and a lot of our employees live in these rural communities, so they know what it feels like to not have access to this, so we've been dedicated to bringing them that service. As part of MEC's Robin Grant application, it pledged to invest $15.5 million, while Van Buren County pledged $4.1 million, and 12 townships in the county will commit nearly $1.4 million. MEC says the project will include around 92% of the homes in Van Buren County that currently lack access to high-speed internet. Plus, it will give additional broadband options to those living in areas near MEC's main focus. If the grant gets a final approval, the work could start this year and be finished in 2026. And Miss Michigan 2023 is Maya Shunick of Buchanan. She won the title at the Miss Michigan competition in Muskegon this past weekend. She tells us she got her start competing in Miss Blossom Time. She was named Miss Spirit of Blossom Time in 2019, and through that she met Miss Michigan 2019, who inspired her to seek that title. She says her one obstacle was the talent competition. For a really long time, I was told I couldn't compete in the organization because I couldn't sing and I couldn't dance. So one day I decided to just take Destiny into my own hand and not listen to what people told me and create a speed painting presentation. Shunick did a speed painting of Michael Jackson in last year's competition, the video of which went viral. For this year, she painted Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She says the arts are her passion, and she'll make that her cause if she goes on to be Miss America. The one thing I heard from a past Miss America was that no matter what you do, always bring it home. So, I mean, the first thing I'm going to do as Miss America is bring that home to Buchanan, Michigan. You know, that's really important to me. But I would just spend my year advocating for the program, advocating for the arts. For now, Shunick will make appearances all over Michigan, telling us she's excited to see the Upper Peninsula. The Miss America competition will be in the fall. Shunick is a recent MSU graduate who studied graphic design. She says that she's proud to be Buchanan-born and raised and hopes to inspire girls from her hometown. WSJM News now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News now continues, brought to you by Imperial Furniture and Dwazak, where furniture shopping is fun. We're learning today more noises are being heard in the water where growing resources are searching for the five aboard the Titan Submersible near the wreck of the Titanic. ABC's Alex Stone is more. More noises, it sound like banging, have been heard today by a submarine hunter aircraft, but the source of the noises isn't known. Captain Jamie Frederick says they don't want to give the families false hope. The noises, while they are being investigated, could be coming from boats in the area, sea life, or metal moving in the currents from the Titanic wreck site. We, we don't know what they are. To be frank with you, um, we, the the P3 detected noises. That's why they're up there. That's why they're doing what they're doing. That's why they put sonar buoys in the water. Other than the noises, there have been no other potential signs of the group. Alex Stone, EBC News. Police say a strong explosion has hit a building in Paris's Left Bank, leaving at least 24 people injured. The blast ignited a fire that sent smoke soaring over the French capital's monuments and prom- prompted an evacuation of nearby buildings today. Paris police said they're investigating suspicions a gas leak caused the explosion. They say the facade of the building that housed the private school collapsed and emergency services were searching for two people believed to still be inside. The Paris prosecutor said an investigation was opened into aggravated involuntary injury and the probe would examine whether the explosion stemmed from a suspected violation of safety rules. The Senate Republican leader today... Weighed in on the latest Supreme Court ethics and outside income reporting controversy. Maybe sees Andy Field as the latest from Washington. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell saying there's no need for Congress to get involved in Justices Alito and Thomas failing to report donors paying for their vacations and other items that might cause a conflict of interest. I have total confidence in Chief Justice John Roberts to in effect, look out for the court. Alito and Thomas, the only two justices who had asked for an extension on reporting outside income this year. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington. A handful of Virginia incumbents prevailed over challengers in a closely watched primary election, but two of the state's most controversial political figures, Republican Senator Amanda Chase and Democrat Senator Joe Morrissey, lost their party's nomination on Tuesday. Both parties and both General Assembly chambers had competitive contests on Tuesday, including in some of the swing districts that will help determine the balance of power come November. An unusually high number of uh, sitting office holders were also facing serious challenges in an election season that's been upended by new political maps. Virginia's results are often closely watched for hints of voter sentiment heading into the following year's midterm or presidential cycle. There are new steps to regulate artificial intelligence announced today. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says Congress must get a handle on the rapidly evolving technology. Morph, maybe, sees Lindsey Watts. Science and tech experts have made dire warnings about AI, even that it may lead to human extinction. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says lawmakers are starting from scratch to regulate it and must act quickly. But with AI, we cannot be ostriches sticking our heads in the sand. Schumer unveiling a framework to guide legislation, and he's urging Congress to start drafting regulatory proposals. Top concerns surrounding AI include misinformation, bias, job displacement, and consumer privacy. Lindsay Watts, ABC News, Washington. A newly released police document alleges an Idaho father killed a neighboring family because he was upset that the neighbor's 18-year-old son had reportedly exposed himself to the man's children. The man is charged with four counts of first-degree murder in the Father's Day shooting. A probable cause affidavit from an Idaho State Police detective says that he shot and killed the victims. He has not yet entered a plea. He's being held without bond and a preliminary hearing is set for July 3rd. A new report paints a grim picture of grade school learning post-pandemic. Morph maybe he's Derek Dennis. The National Center for Education Statistics out with its latest report card on student assessments showing average test scores among 13-year-old students this school year declined. Four points in reading, nine points in math compared to the 2019-2020 school year ahead of the COVID-19 pandemic. The new scores overall are the lowest in decades, math scores dropping to the lowest level ever recorded. Researchers say math and reading test results were sliding before the pandemic, but the latest report card shows a precipitous drop. Derek Dennis, ABC News. Veteran television personality Geraldo Rivera says that he's quitting as one of the uh, lonely liberal voices on Fox News Channel's political combat show The Five. Rivera, who who turns 80 next month, said a growing tension on the show made it no longer worth it. In an interview today with the Associated Press, he called it a rocky ride, but also an exhilarating adventure. The Five is Fox's most popular show despite airing in a late afternoon and features four conservative and one liberal voice kicking around the issues of the day. Rivera has had some especially contentious exchanges with a fellow panelist, Greg Gutfeld. And Amazon is under scrutiny over alleged dark patterns. More maybe ABC's Mike Dabuski. Amazon engaged in deceptive practices with regards to its subscription service, Prime, essentially tricking users into signing up for the $15 a month service. That's according to a new lawsuit from the Federal Trade Commission. It also states the tech giant made canceling a Prime subscription needlessly complicated. The FTC says it did this by making manipulative design decisions on their website, what the agency calls dark patterns. Mike Debusky, ABC News. WSJM News now continues with your weather forecast.